Life's better with some good company. You're listening to the Good Co. Podcast with Brett and Emma. Discuss the hot topics, the hard ones, and everything in between. Here's the Good Co. Podcast with your hosts, Brett and Emma. So a listener wrote in this week and they said, I've been stuck inside more than I wanted to lately with a sick child. As soon as she got better, I started feeling Uh. sick too. So I was laying in bed this morning feeling sick when I remembered your podcast comes out every Monday. Yeah, it does. I hope that you enjoyed the good company and I hope that it was better than all the sickness that's going around your house. Yeah. Brett, be honest. When you're sick, are you a big baby? Dude. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to put myself on blast, but this is a safe place. So I've been kind of getting a little bit of a a little head cold going on. Oh, You might hear it a little bit, but when that happens... I seriously just don't want to do anything. I just want to let... There was one thing that got me out of bed this morning, and it was that we were going to record this podcast. And seriously, (laughs) I just wanted to stay home. I get the man flu really bad. I'm glad you came in. I feel like a lot of men are like that. They get sick barely, and they're like... I can't do anything. Ouch, don't take shots at all the guys. Come on Okay, now. well, a few of you. Oh, just me. So this story that I'm about to tell you, Emma, deserves a lot of suspense. So cue the music! Okay, a oh, big wow. semi-truck traveling along the highway, transporting some very important cargo. Until a 32-year-old man stopped the truck in an exciting halt using a metal grinder to cut through the back hatch he starts getting into the back of it unfortunately the man did not think about how he was going to get all of the cargo away in this extravagant heist extravagant (laughs) heist this guy was caught right before he could get away with nearly forty-eight thousand dollars worth of Cadbury cream eggs. Oh my! And then he got arrested. Is this a real story? This is a real story. Easter has been saved. Thank <laughs> you for not letting him get away with those Cadbury cream eggs. This guy knew what he wanted, then he went for it. Yeah, I'll be honest though. I'm not a huge fan of those eggs, so, so I you, don't relate to this. <laughs> you wanted him to. Steal yeah, he could have gotten away with them just fine. <laughs> You're a, a pretty good storyteller today. Uh, you got a, any so. other ones you want to share with really... me while we're at it? Yeah. So over the weekend, it was St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you knew this, but St. Patrick was a real guy. Okay. And I, I actually just found this out. So the more you know, but St. Patrick was a real guy and he had an extremely crazy story that happened to him. Okay. You ready for this? Okay. I'm <laughs> you ready. You might want to hold on wherever <laughs> you're at. Okay. So pirates actually kidnapped St. Patrick. When he was a really young kid. A wee lad. Yep. So he was sold to some Irishmen and became a servant to these Irishmen when he was really young. This is a terrible thing to happen to a young kid. Yeah. But he escaped. And then through this crazy escape, he miraculously found Jesus. Really? Whoa. I know. Like he found Jesus as he was escaping. And so then as he matured in his faith a little bit, he actually was led back to his captors where he then told them about God's love and forgave them. What? I know. Are you kidding Isn't me? Isn't that a crazy story? It's literally where we're going today, too, talking about sharing the gospel. But this guy, St. Patrick, literally had to get over a terrible situation that happened to him and then actually was led to save the people that hurt him. He is a saint. If you're enjoying all the good company right now, would you consider rating the podcast and leaving a review? 
And just maybe your comment or question could end up on the next podcast. Uh, you probably thought about this when you shared that story, but that really does perfectly line up with what we were talking about mm-hmm. today, what we want to talk about today, and that is sharing the gospel. And that's something that's not always easy. And we kind of set it up a little bit when we talked about gifts. We talked mm-hmm. about the Great Commission and how important it is to go and make disciples. But we want to dive a little bit more into that and kind of discuss practically how do we do that and also just what we found in our own lives that works. Yeah, so to kind of start with a 10,000-foot view, I actually love this verse out of First Peter chapter 3. It's verse 15. It says, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord is holy. Always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Mm. Yet do this with gentleness and respect. You know, the first part of that verse is pretty straightforward. Like, it's just straight up telling you, be ready to explain the hope that you have. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, what is our hope? Jesus. Exactly. And so I love that it's pretty straightforward that we're just supposed to have a defense ready for when people ask us those questions. That's pretty cool. But then it goes on, and this is where I have a hiccup. I think this is the hard part for me. Yeah. It talks about doing it in gentleness and respect. You see, not everybody's at the same point that I am. And so as a communicator, somebody who genuinely wants to share the love of Jesus all the time, I have to understand that not everybody is right where I am. Mm. And that kind of changes how I go about sharing it with them. Because the gentleness could push them farther away from Jesus if, if they're not ready for it. Yeah. And if you're not doing it in the right way, yeah. then it could push them farther away. Yeah, that verse is a really good roadmap. Like it, it's simple, but it almost tells you right then and there mm-hmm. how to do it. Not the practical steps, but the general like, this is what it should look like. You need to make sure you're prepared to give a defense. And then also when you do, do it out of gentleness. And that's really cool. I, it is really important to note, like when you're talking to different people, different people do need different things. Yeah. And so you can't have one set outline. Every time I go up to someone, I tell them about hell and how it's real. Or even even the other side of it, every time I go up to someone, I tell them how much Jesus loves them. Those are both like real things, but it's really important to be listening to the Holy Spirit and discerning what does this person need from me, need from God working through mm-hmm. me. And how can I gauge like honestly their body language and who they are as a person to help know like this is something that's going to help them and not hinder their walk or hinder their faith. Because I mean, if you walk up to somebody and you just, your, your roadmap is I'm going to share Jesus's love, but what if that person, what if their whole story is wrapped up in a totally different idea of what love is? Yeah, Like you don't even know what that person is experiencing or what their story is before you go to try to share the gospel with them. But if you go in just immediately talking about love, it might push them farther away because they have a tainted view of what love is. So you have to almost get to know that person a little bit, That's formulate true. that relationship so that you can then speak in to exactly what their situation is. And I also think that part of it is just following the leading of the Holy Spirit too. Yeah, definitely. And you don't have to get too bogged down by making sure you have the perfect words. Like God uses my brokenness, mm. honestly, every single day. <laughs> so like, you don't have to worry like, oh, Brett and Emma said, or I really want to get this right, so I'm not going to say anything. Like the Holy Spirit honors when we step in faith and say, I really don't know what this person needs, but I do know they need Jesus. And mm-hmm. so however I can show that I'm going to, I think that's really important too, because I get paralyzed when I feel like I have to make the perfect decision 
which if I'm honest, I feel like that all the time. <laughs> That's good. I struggle making decisions a little bit, but sometimes for me, it's literally just going. And I tell myself that I say, just go. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that person, but I know they need to hear something. And if I don't go, I don't know who will. So I got to go. And it's trusting that God is going to fill the yes. gaps that we have in our finite understanding. Yes. Because I'm, I'm limited as a person, but the God that I serve is limitless. Mm-hmm. So just leaning in and trusting that he's going to fill those those gaps that we have in our own finite understanding. 100%. And he so does. Like cuz I mean there's a lot of gaps. Like I there's never anything I've done on my own that doesn't have gaps in it. Never. <laughs> um and he always he's always faithful to fill those in. So it's a lot of faith and trust in him too that like maybe I really butchered that. Maybe I messed it up, but I'm trusting that you can help them to hear what you wanted them to hear instead of what mm-hmm. I actually said. In a lot of Christian circles, too, I've heard people say to live out your faith in a way that people notice, so that you don't always have to tell them, but that people see it. And I think that is really good and really important. But I also think sometimes I use that as a crutch a little bit Mm. to say, like, I don't have to share anything because they'll just see my life. And honestly, even sometimes when they would ask pretty specific questions to me, I would, like, deflect them Mm. because I was embarrassed or it was difficult or I just didn't know how to do it. And so... In my life, that's been something really important for me to overcome is, yes, I should be living my life in a way that makes them ask questions, but I also should be more than willing to share, like that verse you said, be prepared to give a defense. And sometimes I'm going to have to initiate that sharing. And actually, I recently found out that Penn from Penn and Teller, he's an illusionist. He's he's an atheist. Mm -hmm. And he this was a while ago, but I recently found this video of him saying, how much do you have to hate someone to not share the gospel with them. And he's an atheist. He's like, if you really believe what you say you believe as a Christian, how can you not share that? And it's so true. That (laughs) convicted me so hard because I was like, yeah, if I know what life is gonna look like for you if you don't find Jesus, even right now, like Jesus gives me peace now, not just in eternity does he change, but he changes the right now too. And I love that he said that because it really got me thinking like, An atheist can see the importance of this. Mm. I should be able to see the importance of it too. And that kind of adds a little bit of urgency to the sharing the gospel piece, doesn't it? Definitely. Without running the risk of sounding a little bit redundant, I do feel like one of the best ways that you can share your faith is through the way you live. I know we just talked about like, that is one of the ways that can be a crutch, Mm -hmm. but if you are living your life intentionally for Jesus, that is a huge way that you you can share your Christian faith with other people. And I love what you said about the intentionality piece, because I think that is the difference when you do it with purpose and with Mm -hmm. intention, even in everything else we're talking about too, it is all about intentionality. And if you're doing it for the purpose of bringing God glory, that's when people notice. And that's when it makes a difference and matters. And some practical ways that you can do that is just by showing some people around you that you care about them through spending time with them, help meet their needs. That's a really big thing, tangible way, meeting their needs. I think that opens the door to a conversation later on down the road. And then also just offer to listen to them right where they're at, because I think they're not always going to come to you. So you got to go to them. It's important to know yourself, too, because everyone's going to be in a little bit different Mm -hmm. position. And it's okay if you have to work up to it. Don't feel bad if you feel like you're starting super small and someone else is doing something so big and grand. For example, if you've never even talked with your friends about going to church, like that's a great place to start. And then if you have to work up to 
This is something hmm. God's done in my life. Or I think this is important to me. I don't know what all that looks like yet. That's okay. Like you can start in the small ways, telling your closest friends and then stepping out too. And I also just think like talking about church is such a non confrontational way to talk about faith. You know yes. what I mean? Like that's kind of the the first open door because I think a lot of people, especially around America, have had some kind of idea or yes. thought or conversation about church. So it's an easy open door. It is literally how I started sharing my faith. It sounds so silly, but I used to be embarrassed to tell people I went to church. And that was when I decided that my faith meant a lot to me. That was the first thing I started telling people. And that was it. It wasn't, and there wasn't anything added to it. It wasn't like, my faith is really important to me and let me tell you about Jesus. It was just like, oh yeah, I go to church just so you know. And people were like, okay. Like they don't really care. It's it's pretty known in the US. So it's a good first step. Another resource that I really wanted to just share with you is something that I learned when I was really young. It's called the Romans Road. So if you have any questions, you can look this up on the internet. Just type in the Romans Road way to share the gospel. And it, and it will actually walk you through all the verses in Romans that it, it shares and it just answers questions about like, who is God? What is sin? Is sin really a big deal? Who is Jesus? Did he die for me? And then did he hear me? So after you pray the prayer, it answers some questions there as well. And I just found that it's a really easy way to use scripture to explain what the gospel is and, and about the decision that they're about to make. So if you think that would be really helpful, you can look that up. It's the Romans Road. Or if you email us through our website, I can even send you that right there as well. That's really good. A couple tools that I've used in the past is just literally writing out the gospel so that I know when mm. I go tell people, because I've, I've been in church my whole life. Sometimes it's one of those things that I know, but I can't articulate very well. And so just writing it down, writing out what I think it is, and then also using my story when I talk to people. and relating it to the gospel like I was fallen this is when I was living in sin this is how God redeemed that sin and he died on the cross to redeem it like all of these things that you can tie into scripture but also it's just my story and I know my story really well because I lived it so sometimes it's a little bit easier and more relatable like when I share Mm -hmm. my story and what God did for me people can relate to the different parts that are similar to things they've gone through or things they didn't know Jesus could help them with. Yeah, and also knowing that if you don't have an opportunity to walk them through the prayer, that maybe you're just planting a seed. I think this is really important to know that if God puts you in a moment where you're sharing your testimony and people are asking questions, but you don't get to see the fruit of that, understand that some people are called to plant the seeds, some people are called to sow the seeds, and some people are called to harvest. So understand that what you're doing is making a big difference, whether you're seeing the fruit of it for sure or not. And these are just some of the ways that Brett and I have found. It's definitely not an exhaustive list, and we probably both have multiple other ways too. So if you're interested, you can send us a message on myhopefm.net. But we also would love to hear ways that you share the gospel or steps you've taken. So again, go to myhopefm.net click on air, click podcast and fill out that little form. Send us a message. You can become part of the show next week. The Good Co. Podcast is better when you're part of it. You can reach out to the show, ask questions and share feedback by leaving a message on our page at myhopefm.net. So at this point in the podcast, we would normally go to our segment called Mailbag, which is usually our favorite time of the podcast. But today it's a little different. We've been talking about sharing the gospel and we also realize that there might be someone listening, maybe you, who just don't know Jesus yet. Yeah, and we don't want to miss an opportunity for you to know Jesus because as we're talking about this, this is really important to Brett and I because Jesus has changed both of our lives. 
And if you're sitting there right now wondering what all of this is about, like Brett said, you can look up the Romans road. That will help you know a little bit more and and go into scripture about all of this too. But Jesus just loves you so much. Yeah. And he did die on the cross for you, for your sins, because he loved you so much and he wanted relationship with you. And you can have that relationship with him anywhere you are. You don't have to go to a special church or do a special thing. You can just right where you are right now, you can have relationship with Jesus. So we're going to pray a prayer and you can just pray this as I'm saying it, but understand that if you're going to pray this prayer today, your life is going to change forever Mm. going forward. So dear Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. I know that I've messed up and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died for my sins and you rose from the dead. I trust and follow you as my savior, my Lord. Would you guide my life and help me do your will? In your name we pray, amen. So if you prayed that prayer, we are so excited to welcome you into the family. And things are gonna be different. Like things are different with Jesus, more joy, more peace, and he changed my whole life. Mm. If you have more questions or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us, myhopefm.com. Dot net, click on or click podcast. We would love to know if you made a decision and we would also love to help you with some next steps, get you connected to a great community, all that good stuff. And we'd love to be praying for your continued steps with yes. the Lord as well. So let us know right over on our website. That's myhopefm.net. Just click podcast and click Good Co. Thanks for clicking play on the Good Co. podcast. To hear another episode or to get a hold of the show, visit myhopefm.net and click podcast. Okay.